Hello, and welcome to Autism in Color. Today on our show, we have the one, the only, what? Amazing Sweets, better known as Dorita Mays. All right. Hey, Dorita. Hey, boss, cookie boss, decorative boss, all of that. The cookie boss lady. Word up. Just how you doing, girl? I'm doing well, ladies. How about yourself? We're good, sweetheart. We're good. So we are very excited to get you, to finally get you on and finally get you in with your dimples. And um, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about your business, um, how you got started and a few other things as we venture along this little path here. But okay. um, how, did, how did the Amazing Sweets get started? Well, the Amazing Sweets started back in 2016, just from a passion that I've had for quite some years as far as baking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started the Amazing Sweets kind of as a therapeutic outlet while working as a clinical social worker for a local hospice agency. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of just my way to decompress and kind of do something that I really enjoyed. So I started baking for local churches, for friends, for sorors as a well, t- for hobby actually turned into what is known as the Amazing Sweets today. Wow. Were you always interested in baking? Is it something that you did as a kid growing up? Was it your grandmother, your mom, maybe even your dad? How'd you get started? Who was it? Yeah, definitely. Along this path. Definitely. She's not a baker at all. So um, my baking skills uh, have come from my grandmother and one of my aunts, uh, both of whom are, you know, no longer living, but Certainly their legacy lives on and many of the things that I get to bake and share with, you know, the community. So, well, I don't know if they had any part in that peach cobbler situation, but daggone it, this girl's peach cobbler cupcakes. I want to slap somebody. I'm going to say that. I I just want to know, weren't you getting another flavor of cupcakes prior to the peach cobbler? Because peach cobbler was my thing and you had something else that you were getting. And then you, once you tasted the peach cobbler, you kind of forgot about what you were getting before. Uh, And you focused on the peach cobbler. Let's just say it's forgotten about and I don't even know what it could have been. Okay, we're going to go with that. That I always asked for, Doretha. How long have I been asking for the peach cobbler? Well, it's been a couple of years. So you've been on the peach cobbler for some time. So ever since, right? Yes. Ever Mm -hmm. since you tasted my six pack. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. So yeah. So the peach cobbler is the joint. Okay. Banana pudding is on point too now. For sure. So what kinds of things do you, do you uh, provide in your baking service? Um, so we, we started out with um, custom cakes and uh, cupcakes, but we also do treats. Here in the past two years, we've really gotten into doing uh, custom cookies, which have really taken off. We also offer uh, chocolate-covered treats, candy apples, gourmet popcorn, and we even have something for the adults, our spirit corn. So, um, Tell us about your spirit popcorn, Ms. D-Mazing Sweets. Uh, our spirit popcorn is just popcorn that we infuse with 
different alcohol beverages. Um, one of our best sellers is our Hennessy popcorn. We also have uh, many that we infuse with uh, Ciroc as well. So, okay. oh, you better go ahead and use that Ciroc. Yeah. So I, I assume that these are uh, well purchased and distributed thusly. <laughs> uh, they are. They are. Yes, uh, we've Quite got popular. of our um, customers that really enjoy those. So okay. we make quite a bit of it. All right. So where do you bake your things? I'm a home-based bakery. I'm located in the Concord area and our kitchen is actually licensed by the Department of Agriculture. So we're fully legit, if okay. you will. So you, so get, you, those, get, in you get those food ratings and stuff? We actually get a, uh, not a rating like you would see at a restaurant, but they do come out and they do inspect your kitchen and give you uh, just an overall grade, making sure that you're doing everything that you need to do and letting you know what items can and cannot be made in a home base kitchen. Okay. Like for instance, if I wanted to dip strawberries or certain fruit items, then I would have to be in a commercial kitchen to do those items. Okay. And, and what is it about the commercial kitchen versus the home-based kitchen um, with regard to those types of items? I would say just the ability to be able to have a larger space and the room to actually keep fruits and, and things like that. So exactly. when you do bake in a home-based kitchen, you're not able to intermingle, if you will, your foods with the items that you will sell wholesale or okay. So, on demand. So you have to have another freezer or in refrigerator, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's actually a, it's a big deal, you know? So we're, we're grateful that we were able to go through that process and everything kind of flowed uh, and went well for us with that. Mm -hmm. We, whatever we need to do daily so that we're able to keep that uh, certification by, uh, from the state of North Carolina. You provided a, a, a tremendous blessing to let's talk about at the Autism Center and all of our subsidiaries, if you will. <laughs> so um, ladies and gentlemen, what Miss uh, Doretha Mays did was for Autism Aware Awareness Month, which is in April, she had a sale of custom cookies that were autism inspired. One of them was a ribbon and another one had a, an acronym for autism. What is, what is that acronym? Do you remember? I don't have it in front of me, but I was able to Google and, and found the, that particular acronym and thought it was kind of neat. So I put it on the cookie. Okay. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. So Doretha had Made, made arrangements with her church and her pastors to um, have an autism awareness day. And she was given the entire service to present about autism. And oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It, it was really an incredible, an incredible event. What'd you think, Becky? Well, being that I had no idea about <laughs> the event. The event was a surprise for me and to me. 
Mm-hmm. I remember seeing Dorita's cookies on Facebook. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't she involve us? How mm-hmm. come we're not a part of this? And I reached out to Siobhan and I was like, yo, what's up with Dorita? Why, why she didn't put us on to these cookies? I may have purchased some or I may have gotten someone, gotten others to purchase these cookies. So I called Dorita. I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> she was like, what, well, I'm making these cookies and I'm in the midst of making these cookies and I've already made a hundred and I'm not making any more. I was like, yo, how come you ain't tell me about it? She was like, don't worry, Siobhan already ordered you some. That's it. <laughs> and oh, and don't forget the conversation I had with Doretha in the car. Oh yeah, I haven't forgotten it. And so <laughs> I called Siobhan again and I'm like, hey. She said, yeah, yeah, I, I already have some. I'm like, okay. So Siobhan and I were riding in the car prior to this and Dorita called and she wants to know, well, who's in the car? So I'm in the car, Becky. So she's like, oh, can you take me off speaker? (laughs) I'm like, what in the world? What is it that I can't hear? (laughs) So I was in my feelings. (laughs) Boy, was she. (laughs) And so Dorita decided that she she was like, so I called up after they hung up. And I was like, she was like, oh, it was something personal, social work related. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. Hmm. And she commenced to harassing me. What she talked to you about? And she would not give in, so I had to let it go. But I knew I would come to find out. And I was like, well, I wonder what they're talking about. I know it's not, it's not my birthday or anything. What, what in the world is really going on? And so I let it go. So with that, I was told some weeks later that I needed to make sure that on April 24th, I appeared at Dorita's church, right? And I'm like, okay. And Siobhan kept telling me, put it on your calendar, put it on your calendar. So I put it on my calendar. So as we got closer, I'm like, okay, so what are we going to her church for? And she says, oh, we're just going to a church. So now I figured we must be going to support Doretha and whatever it is that she was doing. And so I let it go. But the night before, I was like, hmm, what is this about? Mm-hmm. I, and so Siobhan said, well, the church is having something on autism. And I'm like, okay, so she probably wants us to say a few things. All right, nine o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm used to going to church online at this point. <laughs> Now they're telling me I have to get up and be somewhere at nine. Now I got to wear a mask and the whole nine at nine. Okay. So we show up. All I can say is I was totally surprised. It was jubilant, joyous. The whole service was about autism. You had the different speakers and she introduced us Mm-hmm. We were introduced as the professionals in coming to talk about autism. Mm-hmm. I was elated, to say the and least. And honored, man. And honored. And totally surprised because guess what? Dorita gave us a donation from the sales of the same cookies I was just trying to taste. <laughs> Which is what Dorita and I were talking about when, when, I was, when you and I were in the car. Nosy right. butt. <laughs> right. 
So it was just a pleasure. The pleasure was definitely all mine. Totally it surprised. It wasn't all your pleasure. It was all of our pleasure. It really was. And I was greatly appreciative. It was just, it was, it was really just outside the box. It Never. And I appreciate your pastor, your, your parishioners, the different folks that spoke, who, who talked story. about their individual stories with their kids who are on the spectrum. And, I, and, and it was just an honor. And I, I, I don't know that I could ever repay you for bringing autism into the church and making others aware of it. It's just not done. And to do it in, in April, which is Autism Awareness Month, it just blew me away. Just grateful to see what you all were doing as an organization. Um, let's talk about it. The Autism Center. I was, you know, able to see you all kind of get that started. And it really, really was inspiring to see you all doing something to talk about the disorder that actually affects so many people that I know on a personal level. So first, let me shout out uh, my pastor and first lady overseer T. Jermaine Dalton and uh, Pastor Patricia Dalton at Perfected Praise Deliverance Temple Ministries. I appreciate them allowing the opportunity. And when I brought it to the pastor, he was excited. You know, he was like, yeah, let's do it, definitely. And if you've got folks that wanna come in and talk to us about it, certainly get them on board as well. You all were the first, you know, people that I thought about because of, you know, the little bit that I did, did know about, uh, let's talk about it, the Autism Center. So it was a just an honor to be able to bring you all and talk with you all about what you all are doing in the community. So we appreciate you coming by, sharing with us, and just connecting with those in the ministry that have children or know someone, not just children, know someone with autism. Mm -hmm. I think that it was, you know, it was very touching for them. And I think great for them to know that there's their support there for them. Mm -hmm. So I, I, my hat off to you all and what you're doing. So we were, you know, it was just great to be able to give back in that way to help you all do what you do so well. So, and so thank, thank you so much, Doretha. Thank you so, so much. That, that was very, um, you are a blessing. Let me say that. Okay, you are a blessing. And I think just the fact that, uh, you know, we are, we were in a place of worship where African-American people are frequently just pray about it, just pray about it. And yes, right. prayer has a place, sure. but there are also other remedies to assist with your prayer. And sometimes when you're praying, your remedy is right there in front of you or, or some other, you know, way to, to bring relief and God is giving it to you. And if you would just reach out and touch it, it's there for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yes, prayer, prayer works. It does. And, but we have to look at the, the different tools that God uses to bring us the blessings that we've prayed for. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. As African American people with assorted, you know, history with with medicine and the medical profession, um, how we've been treated like lab rats at times in history, 
I think that, you know, it's like we're afraid that anything's wrong with our children. So if, if anything seems different or off, you know, we want to kind of stick our head in the sand and, and pretend that it doesn't exist, but that doesn't make it go away. Right. So, so it, true. It's, it's very important to bring autism and, and potential um, symptoms to the fore so that we can look at it for what it is and do what needs to be done so that our babies can go forth and be the greatness that God intended. Absolutely. Right. And when you pray, God, you have to allow God to guide you in the direction in which you need to go. And when you're guided in that direction, you can't be afraid. You must move forward because sometimes we deny ourselves because we are in denial. Mm -hmm. If you have a child who's on the spectrum, you cannot be in denial because you are denying that kid the opportunity to elevate himself or herself. Mm -hmm. As you know, more boys are diagnosed with autism than girls. Four times more of a diagnosis in boys than in girls. Mm -hmm. And in the African-American community, we need to be aware and know if something doesn't look right, doesn't feel right, you have to act on it. And you have to move swiftly. You cannot sit by and wait on time because time is not going to fix it. You're just losing it. You're just losing time by sitting by. Not only are you losing time, but you're losing talent. You're yes. losing opportunities mm -hmm. to tap into whatever, you know, whatever that kid's uh, abilities are. Abilities sure. are, exactly. So mm -hmm. some people call it a disability and we like to call it a different ability because Lord knows they are capable <laughs> of so many things. Mm -hmm. So, yes. So, Dorita, we are just so appreciative of you at Let's Talk About It, the Autism Center Incorporated, for thinking of us and recognizing what we are doing in the community. Absolutely. You're more than welcome. And we certainly uh, here at The Amazing Suites look forward to partnering with you all in the future. Um, if there's anything that we are able to do to assist, we may not be able to be, you know, right there for a physical event, but certainly if there's something we can bake up uh, and get for you all, let us know. That's what we're here for. And we certainly, again, appreciate the work that you're doing in the community. We believe in what you all are doing at Let's Talk About It, the Autism Center. And we're just so grateful uh, that we had the opportunity to be a part of uh, greatness that is happening right here in uh, the Charlotte area. Thank you, baby. And I tr truly believe in those, uh, Peach cobbler cupcakes. <laughs> Just, know, <laughs> Just know that let's talk about the Autism Center will support amazing sweets in all of their endeavors. Absolutely. We are here for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so tell us, Miss Doretha Mays, where can people find you and, and find your, you know, your beautiful works of art? Well, we are social. You can find us on um, Facebook at D Amazing Sweets. Uh, that's D apostrophe M as in Mary, A Y Z as in zebra, I N G, sweets. Um, www.dmazingsweets.com um, and on Instagram as well, D Amazing Sweets. So uh, look us up, check us out. And if there's something that we can do, 
you know, as far as sweet treat needs for you, give us a call. All right. Because I'm telling you, you will, sweet treats are the truth. Go you ahead. will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed in D-Mazing Sweets and all her good stuff. Don't you also do um, some classes and stuff with young girls? Are you still I doing do. that? Yes, we do offer classes. You know, COVID kind of put that on the slowdown for a little bit. But um, as things are opening back up, we are certainly uh, looking into doing a couple of things. We want to do a mommy and me uh, cookie class. Uh, we want to also do some things for um, adults as well. So stay tuned. We've got some things coming up. We'll be sure to share with you all so that you can get it out to, uh, to the masses and help us get folks involved. Please believe that's what's going to happen. All right. Thank you so much, Doritha. You're more than welcome. Thank you all for having me. Absolutely. This is your autism moment on Autism in Color. Now, I have an old autism moment. I think this might work. This moment goes way back to when um, I learned or we learned that I was having issues with my kidneys way back in the day. Um, and a lot of um, what I did when I wasn't feeling well back then, I found myself worrying about what was going on with the, with the family. You know, I had to step back and Keith had to step up and do everything. He was working and taking care of the kids. And that made me um, worried because I was used to being so involved with everything that they were doing. And I can remember one day I was lying in bed and I wasn't feeling well and I was sitting with worry. And Corey came in the room. He threw the door open. He was much younger then. So I think he'd been changing clothes. He came through the door naked, sprang in, happy, bouncing around the room. And he came into our room to look for one of his videotapes. So he was just looking through his basket and laughing and giggling. And he found his tape and he was running out of the door when he stopped and he paused and he looked at me. And the expression on his face was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and he just kind of paused and he tilted his head and looked at me. And then he just kind of shrugged his shoulders and smiled and left out of the room just as happy as he came in. And for me, that moment was so significant because it really said to me, I was sitting there lying in worry, stressed out about what was going on with my family and primarily with Corey, because that meant he was going to school and I wasn't able to tag along as I've been doing all that time. And it really saw, I really saw that this child is living his best life. He is comfortable with who he is. He's happy. And for me to be taking on the worry and focusing on that instead of focusing on the fact that we have this child who's alive and living and determined to do things his own way was completely the wrong way to be. So it helped turn my mood around that day. It made me realize I need to focus on what we can do, just like he does every day. Yes. Every day. And get up and just be happy and live life. So I guess that might be my answer. <laughs> he inspires me. Yeah, we have so many around here. Yeah, man. we could write books on. This has been the Autism Moment on Autism in Color. Hi, this is LaBecky of Autism in Color. If you are listening to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, or Google, we want to hear from you. Drop us a line at autismincolorinfo at gmail.com. That's autismincolorinfo at gmail.com. We want to hear your feedback, your thoughts on our shows. If you would like to be on our show, to do a commercial on our show, drop us a line at autismincolorinfo at gmail.com. That's autismincolorinfo at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you 
because we are keeping autism on the table and in the conversation.